0: Good morning, good morning, and wishing you a wonderful Wednesday ahead. Welcome to today's episode. We're talking about three things today weaker than expected US services data, oil talks collapse, and what's the cybersecurity review at DD actually about? Stocks closed down Tuesday as investors digested weaker than expected data on the services sector, as well as volatile oil prices and China's regulatory attack on US listed Chinese companies. The Dow Jones was down 0.6%, while the S&P was down 0.2%. The Nasdaq actually gained 0.2%. Oil prices pulled back from earlier gains after OPEC Plus meeting collapsed without a deal. Oil had been up more than 1% early Tuesday, with price of oil topping about $77 a barrel, but was down more than 1.9% in afternoon trading as the broader market fell. According to media reports, the UAE refused to agree to a deal brokered by Saudi Arabia to gradually raise output to tame prices that are up about 52% this year. OPEC had planned to meet on Monday with a group of non-members of the organization led by Russia to agree on higher production targets. Just some numbers in perspective, the organization agreed to record output cuts of nearly 10 million barrels per day last year when the pandemic hit but had increased production by about 4 million barrels per day since then. The UAE agreed with other OPEC members to relax production further until the end of the year, but objected to the cuts being maintained until the end of 2022 without a revision of its own production threshold, which it deems too low. We had services data come out yesterday as well. New data released Tuesday showed that growth in U.S. services sector eased in June compared with the previous month as demand slowed and firms struggled to find candidates to fill open positions. The Institute of Supply Management's Purchasing Managers Index for the services sector fell to 60.1 last month from the 64 record high registered in May, while that still reflects a high pace of growth, it fell short of economists' forecast that the PMI would come in at about 63.3. A separate ISM index tracking services sector employment activity actually fell to 49.3 from 55.3 entering contraction territory after about 5 months of growth. Treasury yields took a dive on Tuesday after the long holiday weekend, with the 30-year falling below 2% for the first time since February. The move was apparently driven by a disappointing report on the services sector, yet the data still indicated growth, just not as much growth as the economists had forecasted. So the market's move raised broader questions about the outlook for yield, the economic recovery and the Federal Reserve policy. Yields on the 7 and 10-year securities fell most, but the yield declines occurred across maturities. The 10-year yield was down about 7 basis points to 1.36. That bought a 1.2% daily advance to the iShares TLT ETF. Over the rest of this week, investors will be watching to see if the move can hold or if Tuesday's gains were a one-off response to noisy data virus variants and possibly the decline in oil prices after a meeting of oil producers failed to reach a consensus on the production cuts. Moving on to DD, there's lots to unpack over here honestly but I'm just going to try to give you some insights on the stuff that I've been reading and what I could gather of what's happening around on this space. DD is down about 20% yesterday. Weeks before DD Global went public in the US, China's cybersecurity watchdog suggested the Chinese ride-hailing giant delay its initial public offering and urged it to conduct a thorough self-examination of its network security. But for DD, waiting would be problematic. In the absence of an outright order to halt the IPO, it went ahead. The company facing investor pressure to list after raising billions of dollars from prominent venture capitalists wrapped up its pre-offering roadshow, in a matter of days in June, and we spoke about it in one of the earlier episodes, much shorter than typical investor pitches made by Chinese firms. The listing on the New York Stock Exchange raised about $4.4 billion, making it the biggest stock sale for a Chinese company since Alibaba in 2014. Back in Beijing, officials Especially those at the Cyberspace Administration of China remain wary of the ride-hailing company's troves of data potentially falling into foreign hands as a result of greater public disclosures associated with US listings. Didi's American depository shares began trading in New York on Wednesday, just a day before the ruling Communist Party celebrated its centenary. The cyberspace administration waited a day after the major political event to deliver a one-two punch to the company. On Friday, it started its own cybersecurity review into DD and blocked the company's app from accepting new users. And on Sunday, it ordered the mobile app stores to pull DD from circulation. The sudden regulatory actions, which surprised investors in coming just days after the company's IPO, suggested that protecting national security trumps Beijing's ambitions for Chinese corporations to go global. In May, China's legislature passed a data security law that will give the state more power to get private sector firms to share data with authorities, but to restrict them from sending information overseas. The law takes into effect 1st of September. Of particular concern for China's cybersecurity authority is a standard U.S. request that prospective listed companies disclose to the SEC, which is material contracts, or information concerning the company's major vendors and suppliers. Though companies like DD store their data on users and traffic flows on servers that are housed within China's borders, officials at the Cyberspace Administration worry That equipment for those servers, if procured from abroad, could be vulnerable to security breaches upon the company's disclosure, potentially putting the data in danger. Under Chinese law, transportation companies like DD are classified as critical infrastructure providers, adding to the national security sensitivities. Geographic information and data on traffic flows could be construed as sensitive. The regulator's cybersecurity review centers on where DD purchased the products and services used for its network and what security risks its procurement of such supplies might pose. And let's say the review process could last for months and involve some dozen government agencies, including China's Ministry of Public Security and its top economic planning agency. Seems like a long road ahead for this review at least. That's the update. Stay safe and healthy and I'll speak to you tomorrow.